0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Today on the show, we got Rob Cressy joining me. He is the founder and CEO at Bacon Sports. I've known Rob for a decade. He's the man when it comes to creating content engines, podcasting. Honestly, the guy is just a wealth of knowledge. So if you're thinking about creating a podcast, you thought about that, your brand needs it, stick around. This is the episode for you. But before we get into that, as always, we put on this show over here at Cave Social. We are a marketing agency based out of Los Angeles. And we help companies out. We create content for them. We help with the strategy, the execution, um, and really building brands on social media and helping them get new customers through social. So if you're feeling stuck when it comes to your online strategy, head over to cavesocial.com, hit the contact us. We'd love to connect with you. All right. Sit back. Enjoy this one. Uh What's going on, my marketing people? Welcome to another episode of the show. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Today, joining me is the founder and CEO of Bacon Sports, a guy I've known for a long time, been in this content game, Rob Cressy. How you doing, man?
1: Doing absolutely fantastic, Jordan. Thank you very much for having me.
0: So, before we get into all the things you're doing today with brands, helping them create content engines, designing really, you know, how those engines work, operate, et cetera. I want to rewind the clock. Bring me back to the whole thing that started Bacon Sports and got you into this world of marketing. Take me back to that time. Tell me how how this all took place.
1: So it all starts with a dream. My dream was always to work in sports and be creative. But guess what? That's not exactly the way that my path and journey unfolded. My background was in digital advertising sales, was very successful at it. But guess what? I didn't wake up every day looking forward to slinging banner ads and text links. You can be great at something, but not love doing it. And I was sitting there and I saw the sports content landscape, and I know I was as good or better than everyone else that I saw. And even though I was making multiple six figures, I thought to myself, I would regret it for the rest of my life if I didn't give it a shot at making my dreams happen. That's when I cut the cord and went down to zero and went all in at making my dreams happen. And that's when I started Bacon Sports, and it was a unique time because I immediately adopted a growth mindset and became self-aware. So I knew I can make everything better and everything is on me now. So someone said, Rob, if you ever hope to get paid to do what you love, you better be doing it already. So how in the world do you get paid to talk about sports? Well, you better have a podcast and you better uh, be on video and you better start building a brand. Well, I'd never done any of that stuff before. So I self-taught myself all of that. And over the course of 10 years, went from zero experience all the way to people paying me to create content and build their brands based on the way that I built my brand.
0: I love it. And I remember in those early days, we have similar stories in that sense where we started with the magazine and publishing, creating content. We actually connected with Bacon Sports at that time. And I was in Toronto. You were in, are still in Chicago now and 10 years later, and things have evolved and you've moved into that one. You've seen it, not seen it at all with content, but you've seen a lot. And I'm interested now, right? How you're getting in and helping companies create. Their own content machine. How they some of the problems that they're facing and how you're addressing that head on is is that through like hey podcasting is it is it creating written media like how when you get in and and start to work with a company what are your first steps? There's two
1: things. Number one, strategy. Number two, process. So I start with what's your vision? What is it that you want to create? So there's a lot of ways to do anything, but let's start with where you want to go. And then based on that, you say, all right, what is the process from a content side of things that we need to create that can allow us to create a maximum amount of awareness and engagement and content that can allow you to get to where it is that you want to go? So what you do is you align the strategy to the content But where the biggest challenge oftentimes is, is I know what it is that I talk about as a subject matter expert or as a thought leader, but I'm not a podcaster. I don't run a creative agency. I don't know what it actually takes to make that happen. I just want to step up to a microphone and do my thing. So what we really do is we build the machine. And the way that I really think about it now, and this is true for everyone's personal brand as well as for companies is everyone is becoming a media company because right now, what is marketing? Marketing is content. If marketing is content and you continually create more and more of it to build a community, engage your community, deliver more value for them, Well, if it's just as relevant for brands, then it is the same for individuals as well. So essentially, we're building a media company for every single person and company. And once you realize that, it's a huge game-changing moment when the switch goes from I'm just creating social media content to I'm building a media company where there's this engine and process that supports me because the process is what's going to allow you to scale and be most successful.
0: Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people, maybe from the outside looking in, don't realize is that the most successful content producers have the most successful systems when it comes to, okay, not only like, oh, we had an idea, then we turned it into content. They have time set aside to brainstorm and make those ideas. And it's really the content production, you know, it's not something that they only do when they're motivated, but it becomes a, a almost a duty. And that's tying it back to this idea of thinking about yourself as a company, right? Hey, you have deadlines, you have things you have to do, and instilling that into clients, companies, etc. Now, how do you balance having really two things going on? You have your clients that you're helping out, but then you also have you know a personal brand that you're working on. How have you kept your own brand and your own content a
1: priority throughout this? One, I don't use balance because I don't believe there is any So we'll start with this. I'm all in, meaning I'm all in on this game of my life, my brand, everything that I'm doing. And what I do is actually going to start with how I start my day. I prioritize myself first. So for the first five hours that I'm up from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., it is a combination of reading, meditating, journaling, fitness, gratitude, creating my being, these things to personally develop myself. And why is this important? Because the world is constantly throwing things at us, email, Slack notifications, social media marketing, all of this different stuff to take us off where it is that we want to go. I need to be able to show up in the best version of myself every single day so that I can take on all of these different things that are going on there. The next thing would be what we're creating is a privilege that a lot of people say, you know what, Robin Jordan, I just don't have enough time. I got a lot going on. I got a wife, I got kids, I've got a mortgage, I've got all of these obligations. Well, guess what? please throw those excuses in the trash. That's why one of my favorite quotes that I live by is, make time, not excuses. Because if you really audit your time, time is not the problem. It is your prioritization, it is your execution, it is your mindset, it is your consistency, and it is your process. And one of the things that'll be a game changer for anyone who wants to build a personal brand is to prioritize the building of your personal brand. So for me... I've always believed that when someone says, Rob, if you want to get paid to do what you love, you better be doing it already, then I'm constantly going to be doing the things that I want to do, and then I'm going to get paid for it. So it's kind of weird to say that my clients come second, but my clients do come second, even though the level of excellence that we execute upon Is the same level that I do for my own personal brand. I just have the systems and processes and teams that are there to allow the things to execute without me having to be the first one to touch it first thing in the morning.
0: Yeah, and you said something really interesting there, right? Where it's like make time, not excuses. And I think that that's not only for those listening. Like, okay, you know, that sounds good for like life advice, but I think you could apply that to companies too and marketing departments and when you're thinking oh we can't create a podcast we don't have time and it's like no what are your marketing efforts right now where is your time split how many standing meetings do you have that you shouldn't be having that should be emails like really doing a time audit of your current marketing department and saying where can i free up the time to prioritize these new content initiatives whether that's video production podcast etc because it becomes important right and that's one of these things that just a fundamental shift." Like the companies and marketing leaders, I think, have to have happen. They have to go, this is valuable. Maybe it's not going to generate leads today, but it's going to help us over the long run. So I really think it's like that shift that has to take place. Now, I want to talk to you about that shift. When you go in and talk with marketing leaders, is it imperative that the executive buy in is there? Or are you working to kind of like, hey, this is, do you have to show them a lot of like, this is all the stuff that can happen when you start to put in this content engine or are you you finding that the executives are already, they're locked and loaded, ready to go. They're just looking for people who can, you know, who can execute.
1: I've had to learn this the painfully hard way. And I no longer push a rock uphill. If someone doesn't get it, I'm not going to convince you it's for you in terms of podcast content, creation, video, YouTube channel, any of that different stuff If I'm trying to convince you that you should create a podcast to build your brand and create more awareness and create more relationships, then guess what? We're not the right people for each other. You know why? Because I work with people who are ready to kick ass, who aren't skeptical saying, oh, I don't know if I believe in this. Oh, I don't have enough time. Uh Uh-uh. I want someone who's coming who's saying, Rob, I'm already kicking ass and I'm looking for more gasoline on my fire for how I can generate growth because- I really boil down what I do into three things. I help generate growth, thought leadership, and impact. If you want those three things, congratulations, I am the person for you. But if I've got to try and convince you that you want to grow via content or that sharing your knowledge is going to provide value to others or having a positive impact in the world is something you want to do, that's not for me. So the prerequisite is You've already got to come in saying, I want this. It doesn't mean you need to understand everything because Jordan, the reason you and I exist is because one of the quotes that I love when I help coach people with podcasting is uncertainty leads to inaction. So why do people not launch podcasts even though they've thought about it for a long time? Because they don't know what to do. So when you're uncertain you're not as likely to take the action that can get you to where you want to go. Well, insert Robin Jordan, who says, hey, I've done this a million different times. Let me be your Sherpa. Let me be your support. Let me guide you and show you the way. And why in the world is that important? Because we can give you the roadmap. We can get you the strategy. We can create it faster with higher quality and more efficient to get you to where you want to go. Because guess what? I had to learn all of this stuff myself. And I spent multiple hours researching microphones. Instead, you can come to me and I can give you three different microphone options based on three different budgets. And you can have that choice done in one minute.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. You said something, I think, really powerful there, about how you're not going to push a rock uphill, right? In trying to convince people who aren't sold. And I think that comes down to like, we only have so much focus and only so much firepower that we need to designate that towards creating content. And if we're fighting two fights at once, one, creating the content, but two, trying to convince people that the content is worthwhile, we're going to be mentally and physically exhausted by the end of it. So I think that's so important. If any service provider is listening to this, like you have buy-in or you don't, and you know, in your stomach, you feel it when somebody's really not sold and it might be painstaking, but get out of those deals. And then two, I think you said something interesting is like taking that mentor relationship with clients and having that mentor as a creator, you know, that Sherpa, as you said, can be so useful for really knocking down those walls and those fears of like, well, what if I suck at this? Or I'm going to get the wrong mic? Or what platforms? And all of those questions that when you go and consult an expert like you, it's like, okay, you're going to get this mixer. You're going to get this microphone. Like it's going to cost you 150 bucks. You get set up, make your topics, like start producing. It becomes a lot more attainable where I think a lot of times people see things like, oh, a podcast is going to be some like $100,000 investment in marketing. And it doesn't have to be. It can be, it very well can be. Uh, But I think that a lot of times people see that. And to your point, that uncertainty about cost, time, and resources that have to go into things then just leads to inaction. So it's like acting as that Sherpa can really also get people through that initial phase. Cause once they start going, you know, then they see it a light, so to speak.
1: 100%. And the, the way that I teach anything is simplicity. So how do you launch a podcast? well, you do it one step at a time. So I've actually broken down the process into 25 small manageable steps. And the problem most people have is they just don't know what those steps are. But if you had the roadmap for what to do, it's like, hey, Jordan, today, here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down 10 names for your podcast and then choose your top three, show your friends and your family, those three and find out what the number one is. Congratulations. That's all I need you to do today. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, that's that's all you gotta do. Because you can get a podcast launched in 30 days, one day at a time, 20 minutes at a time. Some days it might be three minutes. Hey, all I gotta do is connect this to iTunes. Other times it might be, hey, Rob's gonna come on my show. Might take us an hour to record this. But when you focus on the micro, that's how all of a sudden you make progress. And so many people allow the monsters in their head that may or may not exist to stop them from doing the things that they need to do. And to piggyback on something you said, Jordan, I find that people oftentimes have their focus misplaced. They're asking us questions on microphone, mixer, iTunes, rightfully so. But when those questions inevitably come up, I say, you know what? You're thinking the same way that everybody else is, but let me no, let me tell you something. This actually isn't even the most important part. This can be done in one second. What's more important is I want you to think about how do I get to episode 20? Wait, what? Why? Because from episode zero to episode 20, you're going to be a completely different person. And really, I want you to say, how do I get to episode one year? Because from episode 20 to episode one year, it's going to be like your world goes from black and white to color because you're going to get the experience and you're going to get the reps. So everyone's so focused on how do I get out of home? How do I even get the ball and play when really it's how can I start doing round trips left and right to actually start seeing the benefits
0: Yeah. That's that whole idea that I think perfection is the enemy of progress there, where people get so caught up on, I need to have a studio and I need to have videos going a million ways. And it's like, you just got to record and start to like literally put the reps in. I urge anyone who wants to get into the podcast game, go watch Joe Rogan's first podcast episode. It is horrendous. Right. And I love watching it because he's the biggest podcaster in the world, but he's got like, what, 1800 shows or something? I don't even know. Right. I know it's like he's pushing 2000 episodes. And it's like, well, of course, now 2,000 episodes in in 10 years, it's great. But if we rewind the clock and we accept that, yeah, your point, 20 episodes. Okay, get to 20 episodes. When we started this podcast, I said, okay, I'm committing to 100. That's all I said. I'm like, I'm going to do 100 shows. I don't know what it's going to look like after that. I mean, when this airs, it'll be like 120 something. But it was like, okay, I'm going to get to 100 and see what I learn Because I think so many people could take that. Like, If you're going to create a blog strategy, it's not one blog. It's okay. I'm going to write 25 blogs this year. I'm going to write, I'm going to create X amount of videos. I'm going to do X amount of social posts and people, marketers like to hate on that and be like, Oh, frequency doesn't matter. I actually think that's, I think it's bullshit. I think frequency does matter because it's reps. It's like one great workout versus going to the gym every day. Like this stuff matters over the long haul. And that's just how I think I'd love to hear your thoughts on like that frequency and putting in the reps, you know, for any type of content.
1: Are you going to stay around long enough to see the results? Because one of the things that stops people is Rob and Jordan, I'm just not re- seeing results fast enough. All right. Well, on average, it takes between seven and 11 times for someone to see something from a brand before they'll engage with it. And that's even just on a single ad type thing that, like Joe Rogan, I'm over a thousand episodes into this. And I don't care about my downloads whatsoever. Well, why is that? Because what do I care about? The relationships. Because how in the world did Jordan and I even get there? Well, it started with both of us doing some sports stuff. And then you and I, uh, when I was in LA for four hours. We went to lunch together and broke bread for the first time. And then we're starting to work together And relationships, take time to build. And so does content because there's so many facets to this when it comes to building our machine, because it is, all right, well, is the organic side of things, whether it's creating a blog post that has a YouTube video and podcast and it's, it's optimized for SEO or on the YouTube side of things? All right, are you properly SEOing that? Where slow drip, slow drip, slow drip. Well, imagine if all of a sudden you're like, but how about I also put in a lead magnet there that drives people to something of value that can help them along their journey where one piece of content isn't only the result isn't just what is it doing for me today? What can that piece of content do to continue to feed your machine over and over and over again. And if you can take a long-term approach to the content that you're building, all of a sudden it's no longer a shiny object. This is now a marketing machine that is there to support you and build you, but more importantly, provide value to your audience, as well as the guests and the people who are coming on your shows.
0: And, and that's exactly it, right? I love that. Are you going to stick around long enough to see the results and, and really believe in that? That comes back to the, this idea that people need to be bought into it, right? Now, Rob, before I let you go, let people know where can they connect with you online and learn more about bacon sports.
1: So you can go to baconsports.com. We specialize in content creation for sports fans and fan engagement. You can go to robcressy.com. Uh, that's where I do coaching, speaking, and helping people with brand building mindset, as well as brand coaching. And it's something that I'm very passionate about because I love helping people grow, become thought leaders and have a positive impact in the world. And Jordan, it's why you and I are doing this podcast together because we're like-minded people. You've been on my show numerous times and I like to help people accomplish their vision. And that's what I do. I've got links on my site where you can schedule a call with me if you're interested. Otherwise hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy. Would love to be a positive asset to you any way I can.
0: Amazing. You guys heard it there. Go connect with Rob. I'll also put links to all of his profiles in the show notes page. Rob, thanks again for coming on, man. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. Thank
0: you, Jordan. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I'll catch you next time.